Are you super ready to begin today? Yeah. Are you going to be okay when I stop when the timer goes off? Okay. So this is how, (laughs) folks, this is the constant um, discussion in our household. (laughs) Well, my name is Dr. Richard Mills. And we have say. Why don't you introduce yourself to the to the crowd? Why don't Why don't you introduce it? What? Where's your whole name? I already did. My name is Doctor Richard. Do you want my middle too? <laughs> no, okay. My middle name Matthew with two T's, not one. That yeah. may be my my song to tell. Mills Melangone. All right, there you go. Hyphen and yours. Uh, do you want the whole one, the whole name? I mean, they already know your middle name. <laughs> Who, how do they know my middle name? Well, if you had listened to the other episodes, maybe you would have. Them. Oh, I'm still, I'm still playing catch up. Okay, well, that's not, that. Uh, we need to support. And okay, can you can you introduce yourself to the podcast? Yeah, I'm I'm John Anthony Mills hyphen Malingone. It's a mouthful. John Anthony, <laughs> Richard Matthew. Well, you guys, today we we are going to go on a journey, and um, ba- Baltimore is not able to be with us because he is playing house or whatever she is doing over four blocks away. So I got a, a call from from our friend that said, I cannot be there. So I said, okay, well, the show must go on. <laughs> So I thought, why not <laughs> bring bring the husband on here? So this is is my my husband. I, I mean, I, th- I thought I was going to be later in the season. I didn't know it was going to be. I mean, you know, episode three here. Yeah, sometimes you gotta sometimes you gotta bring the husband on. So you guys, this is this is my my lovely husband, Juanito, <laughs> John. <laughs> And uh, welcome to the pod. You Thank are you. listening to Talk Sex with Dick. So, you guys, if you're not following us yet, please get up on the Instagram. Please get up on the Instagram because it's so original. It's talk at Talk Sex with Dick, and uh, sometimes we ask questions. Sometimes we do all kinds of things, and it is important, you guys, that you join us. So, to get all the latest updates, go in and uh, like a page. Or, if you want to, you could just, if you listen to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to your, where where, where are the other places? I, I don't know. I'm not a podcast guy. Pod, Podbeam. Podbeam, Podbeam, you can go on there and you can listen to this as well. It's connected to, that's where we host her, and it gets sent out into all the world. Shouldn't you have like a little intro jingle that plays every time you start? Well, if you listen to the podcast. For like sponsored breaks? You would, you would know, so. Wow, apparently I'm really behind, folks. She is really behind, as we rebooted two weeks ago. I know, you're just working so hard for the money. Over there on the couch. I mean, somebody's got to bring the, does the work bread hard. Home. So we also have a radio station, which is Talk Sex with Dick Radio on Spotify. So if you go in, like, do a follow, you know, um, 
Yeah. Let us know your thoughts, dreams, desires, all those things. You guys, there is some stuff happening in our world. And as we look, right, we have to look at things from perspective. As we look, we have to kind of go in and to look at these things called life and break down the news, right? Because the problem is, is people don't watch the news anymore. I can't do the news all day long. But if I was, okay, I love my CNN. Juanito, you know I love the CNN. Yeah. I, so first of all, I'm laughing because I, it's hard to look at you because if you know Richard, Dr. Mills. Just Richard. He wakes up talking like this. <laughs> I mean, this is the, the way I go. The second he wakes up, he's telling a story. He's reading the news. He's doing a commentary. So it's, it's just kind of funny sitting here with headphones it on. It is when you wake up in the morning. You are given out that you got to go with the bang. I don't. I don't even get a good morning. I get a. Oh. Do you know what's going? Do you, do, do you know what I was thinking? Do you know what I thought about I mean, last night? I had a dream last <laughs> night. Well, so we're. This is our um, segment of our podcast that's called "How Original." What's in the news? Okay, so apparently a trans teen loses their volleyball scholarship after the Riley Gaines unleashes the right-wing mob against her, right? Um, drunken gay couple broke into man, broke a man's jaw after misinterpreting a homophobic slur. <laughs> Not good, okay? Um, a liberal student owned a Christian TikToker who tried to debate him in the LGBTQ rights and viral video. That was part of the news. Pope Francis implu- uh, they, Pope Francis approves the blessing of same-sex couples in a major step forward. Juanito, this is your this is your um your former people. Yeah, not I mean the only reason they're doing it is because they're they're losing people. Well they're losing people, so we've gotta we've gotta get in. They gotta get in there, right? Um, Juanita, we still got 50 seconds. He, you guys, I'm going to describe what is happening here. So, um, you know, okay. So the thing is, is that we are all in a world on this journey. So that is the news. And that's what I got. That's what I got for you guys all. So today in the gay, which Baltimore would normally do this, today is the 18th, 18th of December. So today in 1982, a Quebec government overwhelmingly approves a measure that gives free domestic partners of gays and lesbians legal protection and access to an economic benefits previously restricted to straights. And that is your, just go get it. You guys, we're going to have a pause in what's in the gay. What do you, we, I, every day, am so blessed and not stressed. My man is cooking me some brazen short ribs. I come out of that office. I come into the world of my living room. And what do I have? Dinner on the table. 
John Anthony, you're a peach. Thank you for making my stomach full. That's why I married you. I try. He does try. So let's just do, let's just do a few days. The first one was 1982. Um, 1922, the god of vengeance opens in Provincetown Playhouse. The drama translated from Yiddish and performed in English for the first time includes the first lesbian scenes on American stage. Wow. Wow. What was happening in 1922 at P-Town? Well, apparently lesbians on stage. Yeah. Um, So, um, in December 20th, 2013, in 1955, Frank Kameny is fired from his job as an astronomer in the United States Army Map Services in Washington, D.C. because of his homosexuality. A few days after he he's blacklisted from seeking federal employment, these events spur uh, him into a gay rights activist. He went from where? Astronomy to gay rights. Who knew the gays and their stars? That could be a new thing. And then um, December 21st, which is coming up in 1917 in Russia, um, a Bolshevik repel the entire criminal code in favor of the revolutionary justice. Among the laws nullified are those related to sex acts between men. In 1917, you can't erase us, folks. Yeah, but you know what's really shocking is there there are states that are now trying to do the same thing and say that you can't be gay in public. Well, we can be gay. Well, and I'm gay. So, um, Juanito, that is the news. That is what has happened today. Now we're going to talk about who needs a timeout. Oh. Okay. Moms Against Marijuana. Another pot shop opened up. In Hell's Kitchen. I mean, between the number of gay bars and pot shops, I can't do it. Uh, Ma, I, when we were walking down the street that time and the cops went and broke it open. I, I just don't understand how there are so many entrepreneurial well, potheads. What, I'm what, like, how, where did they... I, have, I never us? knew a pothead growing up with a business plan, but all of a sudden they've got business plans. I mean, they got business plans. Apparently they got some money and they're not licensed. I mean, I... Who owns them? There's, there, there's probably there a foreign be, body yeah. that owns all of them. I mean, who knows? But all I know is when I walk out into the, the streets of my Ninth Avenue in Hell's Kitchen and I see... We have a new one. A new one on 10th Ave. And, and we don't need that on 10th Ave. Oh, we've we got, we've got on meth and coke and heroin on I the know. sidewalk. So, who, needs, who know, needs pot? Moms Against Marijuana. I'm, unless it's like Med Men so beautiful like in california you walk into this to the to the shops and they 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 have a marijuana concierge that comes and they talk you through all that i don't smoke but i went with people when i was in los angeles it was so nice why can't we have nice things in hell's kitchen we i mean hell's kitchen's really not a nice place to be honest it's it is really not folks it's it's dirty it's run down nothing's there's rats everywhere eric adams has not stepped up okay. to the rat problem he's too you busy you know who has we're gonna talk about them 
we're going to talk about what is going on in Hell's Kitchen. But we're just talking about who needs a timeout right now. Mm. New York City brokers, I'm done. I think I say this every week. I haven't even looked at these apartments. There are some changes coming in June. We have not made the decisions, but the decisions are that I am not paying a broker. Weren't we going to start a business? More. Weren't we going to get our real estate licenses and then yeah, and then and become help out, become discount so brokers? I sent this. I sent this funny thing over to our friend Tom, and it said it was this. Um, it says the hottest summer I ever spent was a winter in a pre-war New York apartment with a radiator. <laughs> It's true. You can't even turn them off sometimes. It's They're, bad. Well, we have like semi-central air. Yeah. Well, we have little units in the wall. But have you lived in one of those buildings? Have I lived in a... In a um, With the radiators and the steam heat? No. I mean, yeah, I did. It's, it's like not, you're being burned alive. You have to keep the windows open the whole year round. But you're paying 4000 a month. But yeah, exactly. Okay. I am done with the tourist. I need a timeout. Tourists in general or because it's I'm the holiday season? I'm just done with them during the holiday. Yeah. Driving down, I think, 7th Avenue. Is it 7th or 5th? No, uh, it's 7th. Because 5th is where all the stores are. You couldn't... I mean, they just walk in the streets. Well, that the other night, it was... You couldn't walk in the sidewalk. Walk. You couldn't walk in the bike lane. You couldn't walk in the street. There were literally people everywhere and people want to tell us that it is our fault that we that bikers Mm. have what's called a bike lane (laughs) pedestrians have what's called a sidewalk i think yeah but you know what my i have bike rage my and my bike rage is worse than road rage when i'm on a bike you better get out of my way because i'm angry well okay so let's just move that up pedestrians versus bike lanes (laughs) bike lanes are not for people they're not so you can take a picture. They're, they are for bikes. They're not for people to park their cars. What else are they not for? Uh, they're not for um, pedicabs or delivery N- riders riding in the not. wrong direction. And riders riding in the wrong direction? Yeah. I'm you done. Can't, you cannot use bike lanes anymore because it is delivery people on electric bikes riding the wrong way with the no helmets. Way. Looking at their phones... Playing cards. I don't know what they're doing. They're doing everything but riding the goddamn bike. Can don't, I say that? Did I curse? Oh, I'm sorry. You're going to get a fine. I, I was warned before FCC. to watch my mouth. So, pedestrians, stay out of the bike lane. I ride the city bike. That When you met me, you didn't know. No, I had no idea. I was, I was like, what, how did I get in a situation with a guy that rides fun? bikes for fun on the well, weekend? That's how that's how it was. I said, I'm going to take you on a ride, honey. But the irony of the bike lane thing is wh- when you're waiting for food, how patient are you? Do you want it? T- are you okay with an hour, an hour and 10 minutes? For what? For your delivery food. Do you need it right away? Because I hope that delivery man is riding <laughs> over pedestrians and running through lights to get my food no, here. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm not even talking about the semi-electric bikes. What I'm talking about are the people, the pedestrians in the bike lane. Oh, well, I thought we were talking about all of it. Yeah, well, well the pedestrians are pretty bad. Yeah, so it is it is not good. Um, I am so over all these concerts in the movie theaters. <laughs> I'm done. It's problematic. 
I, I know that they're just trying to make a little extra moolah. Who started it? I Taylor Swift. She needs a time. I she, talked about she her the last first? week. Because Beyonce has one now. I know. she's. We need them to calm down. <laughs> I don't need people running around. That's how an occult's formed. Okay. Which leads me to my next one. People who become upset when you don't feel the same way about their favorite artists as they do. Mm. Isn't that you? I don't like... <laughs> I'm going to say who I don't like. And it's not because I don't think that they're... I just have opinions. Do, do you know what you do, though? You, you say to people... Hey, have you? I was just listening to, and, and, and it's then the most esoteric band. With, I, hey, can you put on that Rainbow Kitten Surprise song on that I heard the other day? And people look at you like you've got like four heads. They have no idea what you're talking about. Well, I listen to my music is Sylvanesso. Sylvanesso is the other one. I never heard of Sylvanesso okay. before I met you, but and you now I hear what? it everywhere. But listen, nobody knows who they are. Okay, I'm not asking. And you can just calm, calm down. With this um, bringing you down, because you're getting really loud there. <laughs> Hold on. Juanito, I'm bringing you down. So, no. I, I don't. I, I don't like. I'm just going to say it. I don't think. I think. I'm just going to say it to myself. <laughs> no. I don't like Beyonce. Well. It doesn't mean that I don't like some of her songs, but I don't think that she's. It doesn't make her a bad artist. It's just, I don't like her. Yeah, yeah, I, I, you, I don't enjoy her. I'm with you on this one. I don't like, I don't, or you're like critical of a person's like art. When people, when she made that album and people were like, you can listen to the whole thing straight through. For, I was like, wait, which album? Because it's not that new one. Yeah, come on. Maybe if it's on at like a party or a club and I'm, I don't actually know it's her, it's just background music that I'm vibing with. Sure. But, sure. Um, nobody knows my people. I mean, it's like, okay, I was on this Facebook group, the Fiona Apple group. Of course. I got, I was, did you get kicked out? I left. Did you leave or did you get kicked out? I left. What's the real story? Because they were being bullies. Mm. Because I said that her new album to fetch the bolt cutters. Sounds like it was recorded in a basement with her dog running around. Well, like, it probably was. It sounds like the quality of Talk Sex with Deck. <laughs> right? Not God. That's her whole... I saw her... Listen, I drove all the way to Atlantic City like 20 years ago to see her because like, she, didn't, she didn't do big tours, but she, for some reason, was at Atlantic City. She was on stage for about 15 minutes, and I, I had to leave. She was... I couldn't understand. She looked like she was having the worst time like at everybody in the room. She did not want to be there. She's terrible. I mean, she's not a good performer. So why is she, for the money? But right? all the people that went to her concert, all the people that are her fans. Hold on. <laughs> the baby girl. What are you doing? What is going on? What is going on? She just goes in my... You guys, our dog is like, she has issues. She, she has, has emotional problems. She has emotional problems today. Cause somebody yelled at her. <clears throat> she did chew up my my mouth guard. Then she like, chew. she's just not happy. But it's okay. You know what? I think it's when you start telling people, like, I didn't, I think, I am not, I think that it's an okay album, but it doesn't mean that it's the best album. Do I did I go to the Britney Spears um, 
drag brunch at Macy's? Absolutely. Can you say that sentence again? The drag brunch at Macy's. <laughs> but am I like going to the like, am I going to buy tickets for Britney Spears? If somebody got me a ticket, I would go. But I'm not, it's like, I love Mariah Carey, but it, but anyhow. I would have gone to see the, the Mariah Carey Christmas thing. I think it, she's iconic. It's, it's like, she does a little bit of her own stuff. She does some Christmas music. Of course, it's all recorded. It's but all it's fun. It's a, it's a vibe. She's Christmas fun. Vibe. She's a vibe. We love her. I saw her live in the park. So I have seen Mariah Carey perform. But anyways, just because somebody doesn't like your artist doesn't mean that they don't like that. They're just not taken. Do, are there artists I like that you don't like? Oh, there's Liz Fair. You came around for Liz Fair. I though. just went for the show. It was a nostalgic, but it was not. It was not. Um, it it just didn't touch me. All right. In my private areas. Oh wow. Okay. But I'm not gonna say I like that song. Fucking run. That's a good song. Yeah. And had I have been in that, I just miss the mark with her. Are you calling me old? No, I'm just saying <laughs> when you were a senior, I could have been a freshman. I was. It was like I saw Liz Fair in 1994. You did me, ask her to go to your prom. Me and my friend Kate. That's another story. But yes, me and my friend Kate were in a cab on the way to see her. It was the day Kurt Cobain died. All of the all of the screens in Times Square were about his death. We got there, and there were like girls crying and people throwing flowers on the stage and. Um, it was, it was, uh, it's like burned in my memory that day. But yeah, I saw her at Tower Records back when artists used to do shows at record store. We called them record stores then. I don't, we did that for years, even though they stopped selling records. Yeah. Kids, this is before they restarted selling records. They stopped selling them first. Um, yeah, I saw her perform in Tower Records and I asked her to go to the prom with me and she laughed at me and, and that was it. And she didn't make it to your prom. She but did, that's she okay. But that's okay that you like. I don't. I think there are some bands we like, but yeah. So and and it's not that I hate these people. I just don't think that they're great. Yeah, Tori I, Tori Amos. I don't dislike interview music. I I dislike the volume you play it. <laughs> well, let me let me explain something to you. Tori Amos. I am a diehard fan. I went to five shows on the last tour. You know what? She did about the last 10 years, she hasn't been writing anything that's been like, like, I, I just don't connect with it. Yeah. Well, she looks like a divorcee on the Cape. I mean, she she's looks the, like her whole <laughs> she's like, she's, yeah, she does. She looks like she is a, a divorce. She does look like that. That is for what, what was that show in Monterey? She looks like she could be living out there as an extra in the do, 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 do. <laughs> pretty little lies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So now we're going to talk about pop. What's in pop? Um, Zupbound. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? What? Um, what do you want to know? Well, you, you are the one who put it on here. Well, I, I talked about it. I said, it's, you said, what's going on these days? And I said, Zupbound. Oh, in pop? Yeah. Oh, so do you know what it is? It's so you can get, lose, shred <laughs> those extra pounds. 
Yeah, it's um, it was on the market as Munjaro for diabetics, and they like the other one, Wagovi and Ozempic. They found that diabetics that were taking it were losing a lot of weight, and their their hearts were getting healthier, and so now it's um, indicated for weight loss. And did I go out and get it? You bet your ass I did. Well, what about the people who need it for? diabetes well there's no shortage on, on this one and it's not like i'm taking it illegally um in fact it costs 25 dollars with insurance approval i mean i think you look good well it's not about looking good right so this is this is like the, the stigma that we all have to deal with we all like i'm part of this big group but talk <laughs> about your moment yeah i mean so Plus, folks i'm yesterday listen i'm like i'm on a journey but you were having a uh you were having your own journey. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. I, I, it's other, it's, they call them comorbidities, right? Which is like translates loosely to other reasons you might die. And so it's not about looking good. It's about like, I, so I take blood pressure medication. I have high blood pressure. And I used to train for marathons. I quit drinking for a year. I lost some weight and like I never, never was able to get off my blood pressure medication. So this is like like a little bit of hope. If I if I lose enough weight, maybe I can get off of them this time. But you also benefit from it being a... From looking tight, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, and I didn't say there was. And and Layla, she's always thinking she's getting some food. If you hear that, that is Layla. She is... She is making her way. So the song, I don't know. There's lots of things going on in the world. But for this week, if you go on to, if you are a Spotify listener, just go on there and listen up to Talk Sex with Dick Radio. And you know what's going to happen? You're going to go to our page and all the songs that we've been listening to. I got a song by Tyla, um, who Baltimore turned me on to. And it's been it's been a great journey. So so here's point in case. I who nobody knows who Tyla is except for you in Baltimore. The song Water is so good. I didn't know that song, and then what happened was is that Baltimore shared it with me. And now the other day in the when we were in the Uber doing karaoke. Yeah, big surprise. Was, they did not have it on whatever system they were streaming. They did not have it, but that doesn't mean they won't in the future. Right? Sure. Okay. Well, anyways, so my song for Christmas, you guys, I know it's a little generic, but when this song comes on, my heart sings. Spoiler alert, people. You already know what it is. Well, lots of people don't. It's Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. I mean, Florals I for Spring. How original. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. It's Christmas. So I picked, that is my, that's my song. Okay. What's your song? I picked uh, Snowman by Sia. Because it's Christmassy, but it's original. It's new. I mean, it's not new anymore, but, you know, it's not the songs we've been listening to for 45 years sure but Sia is so good she 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 almost got canceled for a minute why oh you don't know the story about that kid she made a movie about 
I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get I don't know if I'm gonna get it right, but I think she made a movie about autistic kids and then she cast a non-autistic kid to play the autistic I kid. Mean, I heard it was something weird about Maddie Ziegler. Is that the girl that she like does everything for? I think that's who she cast. And people are like, why would you do that when there are other there are people that deserve to be like seen in the well, on stage? Apparently How to Dance in Ohio is about about the um yeah, so Apparently, so my song is um, "All All I Want for Christmas," and yours is "Snowman." I see ya. Okay, you guys, what's good in Hell's Kitchen? Eric Botcher, we love him, and I report on him. Why? Because I'm a fan, not have, a foe. Have you talked about him on the show before? Every episode. Oh, okay, so people know. So, he's like the boy next door that's singing with the guitar, and he comes over, and he's just got some something to give the universe. It, yeah. I mean, if you follow him on Instagram, he's like cleaning up the park one day. He's singing to senior citizens the next day. I love him. He's rapping presents. The- I mean, he is playing at funerals. <laughs> he's like... I don't. Are they like later grams? Is he like taking those pictures just for this his, his campaign? No, work? I think that's what he does. Or is he literally like three places There's in one day? Something good happening for him, but he has taken out the seventy-seven unlicensed pedicabs. You guys, he is coming for New York City. He is the ta- uh, councilman for Hell's Kitchen and also. Um, What's the other? Chelsea. Yeah, he's trying to shut down all these... Uh, I don't even know what we call them. Are they marijuana shops? Yeah. Those those hideous eyesores. I said, thank you, Eric. Apparently, when, when they were legalized, the laws were written or they were adopted in a very sloppy way, just very rushed. So he's trying to go back and reverse it all. So he's got, he's got a lot of work on his hands. Sure. So... Yeah, so that we thank you, Eric, for keeping keeping our city safe. He got us our bike lanes too. He got us bike lanes. He's doing so much for the city more than another Eric that we won't talk about. <laughs> um, Pocket Fifty Seven. Yeah, it's the new um, place to go. It's up on Fifty Seventh Street. How original! <laughs> and it's just nice. I haven't been there. You went. I did. When I was recording the podcast. I called it the Upper West Side of Hell's Kitchen. It (laughs) is the Upper West Side of Hell's Kitchen, you guys. I mean, it's like a a block-by-block situation here. I I can tell you what's going on between 45th and 52nd, but I don't... Past north of here, I don't know. Nobody goes up there. The only time we go up there is to go to Robert's. Mm. That was really nice yesterday. And that movie theater that we discovered. And the movie theater where you can get... um, Chicken fingers. Microwave chicken <laughs> fingers. It was good. We went to 44th and Axe the other day. There were some people in town, some colleagues. So I took them over to the 54th and um, 44th and Axe. Always a good time. Staple. But I don't know. I think I'm going to remove it from the options list. Mm. I just don't think that it's like the best of the best. What did you have? But I had what I always have. I had the short ribs. An irony. He's making short ribs tonight. 
Um, yeah, so it's a, what did I have? I had like a ch- chicken. Mm, yeah. It's okay. And but it's good if you've been here. But they always pick it. They always pick it when they're here. Well, I mean, they might. I mean, every time we try a new restaurant in the neighborhood, we we end up not having a good time. So maybe that's for the best. Maybe. Do you think we'll visit it if we leave? No, I'm not coming. If we leave and we come back to New York, I'm not coming back to New York. No, to go to are you gonna go over there and have a final farewell dinner? Oh, maybe because they have uh, duck there. Mm. that i've been craving and you don't eat it so i've been i don't eat duck you guys i've been waiting to find somewhere and i just realized they have it well so you guys we went and you know when these girls came in from the midwest they said they wanted a place to dance (laughs) oh so we did the cardinal gay sun the unthinkable we left them we went we danced and First, we went to Balcone, and they were not having it. And then we went over to Industry, and they were ordering... Okay, I'm just going to tell well, you... let me tell you the whole scenario. Tell the scenario. Lovely people, had so much fun with them, but they started drinking, I think, probably, I don't know, at noon. Well... Admittedly, they were drunken mimosas. No, no judgment. <laughs> no judgment. They were having a good time. Um they had a little of wine with us. They had a couple of co- cocktails at dinner. I mean, when they got to industry. So when we got to industry, I think they literally showed a photo to the bartender and said, can you make this? Don't ever do that, you guys. <laughs> I mean. And it was like a like a peppermint Christmas shot. I don't I don't even like Santa's shot. Yeah, that sounds gross. Generally, <laughs> Santa's giving out shots. So they came back and they were like, I was like, what are you drinking? And they were like, well, we asked him if he could make this. And, and he figured something out. And, well, it, and I, I was like, was he happy or was he? Because, you know, like some angry bitch at the bar is not going to take the shit from this two Midwestern girls. But they said he was happy. They said he was having fun making it. Well, then they got a Cosmo. Yeah, a Cosmo. Cosmo that they couldn't even drink. It was too they strong. They said it was too strong. Girl, the good gay guidance here is so to, yeah. So if you're doing your math, we're at 17 cocktails, I think. So we're dancing on the dance floor, having a good time. Not, you and I, we pace. We are not. We are not those girls. I am on a mission to not be that drunk gay in Hell's Kitchen anymore. Yeah, that's crying up at the bar at 10:30 at night. Okay, well, you know that's what happens when you're. When you're on vacation. So we're dancing with them and like one of them does like an arm gesture and like what, where, what her Santa shot goes flying on the guy next to her. So now we're getting dirty looks on the dance floor. We're getting, and I'm looking at the guy like, you better put your eyes back in your face. Right. But you, I know damn well, if that was me, I would have been so pissed. Sure. And Um, we saw, we saw that, that semi famous, not famous guy. Well, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. So. I don't know his name. I don't know. Couples Therapy Season 1, Gay Couple. We saw them. He was dancing the night away. The Italian guy who um, had the problematic boyfriend... Was and he, all he all he wanted to do was go to Italy and see his I mom. Know. I know he was like what, crying about Giovanni. That. that was his name, Giovanni. Yeah. Mm. He's um, eleven feet tall. He is eleven feet tall. Um, well, we wish them well. So yeah, we saw him. Well, ironically, we saw the therapist from that show at the. Um, oh yeah, Erica Badu. Badu. Worst concert ever. Hair. You know what? Who is not good? Erica Badu. 
Um, you know who's problematic? Lauren Hill. Okay, but <laughs> stay on task. Madonna. <laughs> Why? What is up with these people not showing up to work on time? Well, I, I would never go see Madonna. Madonna was three hours late the uh, other day. And it doesn't matter. You know what? People got to get up. People Your couldn't fans, say it was a weeknight. People had to leave. I would have been pissed. We were at Erica Badu, listened to literally two songs. She's yelling at the soundtrack people, the people doing her sound. Unacceptable. So that I will not be seeing Erica Badu anytime soon. Madonna, people are like, leave her alone. She's, she's, you know, she's not Madonna, thirty five anymore. But she looks like a grandma trying to shake it a little bit. Well, like she's so like, is Tori Amos, but she's just sitting on the piano bar. She gets out there right at eight o'clock, and she is done by ten, ten twenty. I love that the story Tori Amos told people was that she broke her foot the night before her show. Because she was, I think she was going on a date. and With she, her husband. Oh, it was her husband. <laughs> I didn't know. And she tripped on her Isabel Morant shoelace. I guess she had oh. these like lace up boot things. And uh-huh. they took her, did they took her out? Yeah. They took her down. Well, so that we're, is So we're the, telling like five stories. We though, left so those girls we, up at the, we were done i came home i can't stay that was too late we, for me we midnight left, is too late we left two wasted girls from the midwest one of which had never been in new york in a gay dance club yeah <laughs> have you checked in are they alive they're they they're alive i just wanted to wake up because the, the gays morning. will make a sacrifice just to make a point they could be strung up in the basement <clears throat> they posted pictures in front of macy's okay on their way back to the so we left them there. Sorry, industry. <laughs> that was like a thing. We hadn't been out in a very long time. Yeah, it was fun. We that was to... like a fun time. So um, somebody tried to holler at us, and we both like didn't know what to do. It was yeah, kind of oh, funny. the guy, the guy <laughs> was drunk. We looked at each other like, uh, "What are we supposed to do?" Yeah. Oh my god. Well, you know, when you got it, when you're a daddy, you're a daddy. He had no game though. I mean, if you're gonna approach like two guys on the dance floor, like have have a have He's a like have drunk. a strategy. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about Hell's Kitchen South. So we met our boys Tom and Mike up for some ragoon up in Hell's Kitchen South, Chelsea North. You guys. Oh, the crack. Oh. So it is it it was what type of food? Um Burmese. Burmese. You guys, hands down. I said to the waitress, because I've had so many bad meals in Hell's Kitchen, maybe we just need to start going down to Chelsea. That was one of the most delicious meals that I have eaten for some time. Yeah, I I don't know what some of it was, but super flavorful. It was so flavorful. If it's you spicy. Can get, Everything if had you, a little kick. It was, it was like a kick. Like, drinks were nice. It was so good, you guys. Definitely, definitely. Um, the be- I think the ahead. best part was the drunk guy on the table across. Oh from my us. god! We walk in, you guys. This guy is plowed. He had been drinking so much. Drops his phone. Like apparently they were sitting there, and it was just it was extra. And I mean, we've seen drunk people out, but he literally he was sleeping for a minute. He was he was not present for his his poor date. I think she was drunk too. Well, she was a trooper because I would have been. Who's drunk at five o'clock? You know, we get the early bird special. 
at five o'clock on a Saturday. Well, don't act like we've never been drunk at a five on a Saturday. I mean, after I do not. I'm pleading the fifth. Mm-hmm. Next, so then we head over to Bear Bear Barracuda Barracuda. Yeah, like Barracuda, like Barracuda, like the fish. And we saw Heather Wood doing a. I mean, it was the weirdest. Do you know what my fun fact show. about Barracuda is? Yeah, it's from in Sex in the City when. Stanley was that his name? What's the guy's name? Stanford. Stanford. Stanley. Stanford goes to the underwear party, and he has a funny um, screen name. He's oh yeah 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 yeah. Is that Barracuda? Yeah, the underwear party was at Barracuda. Well, it was filmed there. It wasn't a real party, although there are underwear parties. Well, that's not a place that you. But my friend, dear friend from college, not dear friend, but friend, and. We, I used to call uh, Heather Wood up before she was Heather Wood. And uh, Heather Wood does a Star Trek thing where they do a Star Trek theme. The show's a little long in the, in the middle. Like, I'm old. I've got it. I can't, I got some attention, but it was like all I want for Christmas. They did the songs with the like Star Trek. Somebody was on that. Whoever made that video was pretty genius. They did. They did all I want for Christmas, but they, it was sound video bites of the actors saying every word of the song, synced to the song. It was. It was like a, it was a so work good. of genius. I don't know how people do that. Absolutely amazing. So we went. If you get a chance, Barracuda Friday nights. Was it Friday or Saturday? It was Saturday. Saturday nights. What time? Um, six. I think, I don't know. I think that might've been the last show though. I don't know if it's every week. No, they do. And then it was really weird. There was this other drag queen that was doing songs. Like the sidekick? The side. Yeah. I don't know. So that was what it was. Can we talk about drag shows for a second though? Cause they have, there is a spectrum of drag shows. There is the, the man and a dress like lip syncing off time to some weird audio. And then there's Balcone where people are doing backflips. There's there's backup dancers. There's choreography. Yeah. Drag has come a really long way here in New York. Yes, it has. And when we leave, it will not be the same. What do you mean? Oh, I didn't think about that. Are we going to get low-budget drag queens? We're we going to get low-budget drag queens <laughs> if we go to Indiana. Uh, Absolutely. When I lived in San Francisco, there was this bar, Martini's. It's a martini bar. It actually just got written up as one of the best martini bars in the country, or or that they were kidding on, I'm not sure. Um, but it was like an old hole in the wall that served giant martinis the size of your head. And there was, there was this really great, like, senior like trans clientele and it was literally like old men with a wig on and like no effort whatsoever and they were just they're so they're so they're so lovely they're so nice oh well yeah that's i mean yeah the, the we loved well yes there is a wide variety of drag queens in in new york yeah sorry i went a little off topic Girl, City Pups is back. Oh. Do not go to City Pups. I bought a dog at City Pups. Did it ever close? So, I, I mean, they do closed. people know what you're talking about in yeah. New York? So City Pups, the, the puppy mill. Allegedly, puppy, all of the dog stores were. closed. So there, I think there was a new law written, but we looked it up last night. It was, it was written in 2022, but it's not in full effect until next year. But I thought they had all closed. But lo and behold, we found a puppy mill puppy store 
on they're open i'm surprised they're not they should be shut down puppies in the window i mean they have these unlicensed marijuana stores so why not yeah how much is that puppy in the window i don't think they're a couple thousand dollars i think they're not cheap they're not well you would know you bought one (laughs) (laughs) i love buying gifts (laughs) and i bought it for a day I mean, everybody knows you never give a puppy as a gift that is like... And my ex was like, you take that thing back. And Al was sitting on the cat tower looking down. And he goes, I don't know what you've done, but this is not going to work out. No. (laughs) I took the thing back. They gave me half my money back for this little guy. Oh. I thought that, like, okay, never give a... (laughs) Mm-mm. I can't believe. <laughs> Never give a pet as a present unless it's a goldfish. Uh, what did kids say? Avi. Avi. Oh, we were talking about um, the new, like, what? what is it? On God? What is the, the language? What? Gen Z. Is it Gen X or Gen Z? Well, what are you talking like about? Like, they bet the they like have their own like language oh yeah but so we had this conversation the other night you were mad that they're making up their own language but everybody does that what everybody's the, making up their what own were language. you were asking me what cap meant or no cap oh cap the cap is, or, or bet no what were you asking we me? should do a thing where you ask me all the like, oh, like languages a, like a yeah a quiz yeah bet is like you you got it right I, I yeah like yeah. I got you got it's, it's, I hear you. Well, you're asking the wrong person first. What of is all. the what is you. what is the on cap? No cap. I don't even know. Like I don't I don't know what I don't know what any of that is. What was the one that came up the other day? Well, I don't know. What I do know is it's very it's very complicated. So um, you guys don't shop at City Pub. So that's what's happening in Hell's Kitchen, right? What's good in Hell's Kitchen? Okay, so um, now we're at the portion of the show, which is show and tell. Are you ready for it? No. You have to give a show or you have to tell a story. I'm not prepared. I didn't do the homework. Well, I've got one for us. Okay. So we started watching My So-Called Life. Oh. I feel like Ricky was my, he was my golden light. (laughs) So my so-called life was only on, it was a season, but it was 19 episodes. Yeah. We're going through it. We're on episode 13. My so-called life. Yeah. Every like gay kid in the 90s thought they were Ricky and they, then everybody had I was Ricky. What's the girl's name? Angela. Everybody had their Angela. Kate was my friend Angela. Yeah. She had green hair at one point. Not purple. She had a mom like her mom. They had an REM song on that show. Oh, the music is so good. What were they playing the other night? Lemonheads? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard that in a long time. So good. So if that is on Hulu. I don't know where it was. Yeah, it's Hulu. I'm, I know I've seen it a thousand times, but my favorite episode is a Christmas episode. Yeah. Do you know it? Have you seen it? No, not we're gonna have to. Juliana Hatfield plays an angel <laughs> who comes to give her message to the living Aww, about how grateful they should be because Juliana Hatfield has no shoes as this like broken down angel. Broken down angel. 
Well, we are excited uh, for for to finish that, and you should get it. Well, they have streaming rights. Um, we got tickets to see Ani DeFranco. She is starting on February 9th at Hades Town, so we'll go see that. Yeah, we have tickets this weekend too. Do you remember? I bought a gift for you. Oh yeah, what show are we going? Santa Secret. Mm. I so it looks like I mean I guess kind of like a burlesque like holiday show. In the ad, there are drag queens. There are like half naked lumberjacks. There's girls with their. Can I say? Taint. <laughs> there's <laughs> nothing. There's girls with their breasts out. I mean, it it looks kind of wild. But I don't. It's not like a gay venue, so I don't. I don't know if straight people can do camp well. So I don't know if it's gonna be. I don't know. Maybe they can. That's my only concern. It looks fun, but I have reservations. So anyway, we're going to do that. Well, that is the way way it is. So we're going to go see that. And I'm so excited. Thank you for putting it on our calendar. Yeah. When we met, I put everything on our calendar. Oh, my God. Like, literally, he means, like, the day we met. The day we met, I said, how many... He, he was trying to plan my weeks for like... I was trying to plan his weeks. At least 52 weeks in advance. <laughs> yeah. And then it would be like, you didn't know what you want, so I'd go in and delete them all off. I'd uninvite you. I mean, like, let's talk about red flags. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You... I mean, that's a story in itself, but when people don't know what they want, why are you putting dragging somebody through the... I'm like, why don't we ask these? Where are you? Where... I mean, it works out, right? So I am happy. What does that mean? Like, I saw the red flags and I thought they were a party. Something like that. (laughs) They were a party? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) So you're going to tell the story about us test driving a car. Because, folks... Is it interesting? I don't know if I have anything interesting to say about it. I mean, I'm just going to say... I went... We went and looked at cars because well, hold on. we we went from like let's move out of the state to save money to what's the mo- <laughs> what's the most luxury electric I mean, car we could you find. Have to, you've got to go and test drive the cars. Even if you might not be able to afford that car, you need to test drive every single one luxury car. Yeah. Did you talk about the our budget oh last God. week? No, I did. You did? I did talk about... So we are making plans to move out of potentially back home. But it's not... um, What is that? It's not... um, It's not verified yet. (laughs) We went and... We went to the stores and I go up to the Mercedes store because it's close to where we live. And I go... I walk in, you guys, and there is this... There is this car, and I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, I look, and I see, and it's a Mercedes that's 174000 and I said, I don't think that's going to be in my budget. So, we will not be getting the $174,000 Mercedes, nor will we probably be getting the other Mercedes anytime soon Juanito what are you doing he's he says he's almost done but I'm not sure that he's almost done what do you have to do do you have to strain it oh he's straining you guys 
oh, do you hear that? It's like straining off of the Dutch oven into the, yes. And then he's like, oh, he's like pushing it down. If I had a cooking show, it would be so good. We're just going to let this play. I thought it would just be done in a second. Oh, now he's throwing something in the trash. You guys, it is a full experience. This is what you get when you have a chef in your home. Now he's picking out the parts. I mean, this is love. Love. Oh, look at that. He's skimming the fat off there for me. It is so good. It is like, I mean, this is some food porn. If you could smell what this looks like. Oh, now he's putting ladle in there. Just little by little. He's like really experiencing it to the fullest. How much do you have? How much more do you have to do? Now he's pouring those juices. Mm. Ooh. And now he's getting ready to broil. Oh, now it's going down there. Ooh, it's looking so good. Oh, there it goes. Oh, there we go. Put a timer on. Ooh. So now that, okay, we're, we're probably going to cut that out because that was literally, um, that was literally 52 to 56. That's five minutes of me, like, having... What is that? Potatoes. Did you make me potatoes? Yeah. I don't even see those. You got oh, okay. Okay, so you guys, we drove all the cars, and we 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 are not getting probably a Mercedes because that's just so the so expensive. But the thing about living in the Midwest, you can afford two Mercedes. <laughs> Because it's so cheap to live there. Okay, so you guys, today's topic is about rethinking relationships. And today, we are talking about prenuptial agreements. There was a, um, there was a, um, story that just went out and it was about Adele and guess what? What? She made her man's get a prenuptial. Yeah. We are pro prenuptial agreement because we did a prenuptial agreement. It was the most beautiful. It really was. It was so different. We're going to talk about prenups and what those things, what it means. And we're going to talk about, I am very pro prenup, not because I did one. I always said, if I ever get married, I'm going to do a prenup. And we did one. And we had very specific reasons why. So, um, well, let's talk about divorce. Okay. The divorce rate is apparently down for men and women under the age of 35. Hmm. Interesting. 
Because they're not, they're not getting married. I was going to say, is it because the, the marriage rate is down? Remarriage rates have dropped almost 50%. That's like, I, re- I read that the um, the crime rate in Indianapolis is higher than Manhattan. And I, I think it has to do with the denominator. I think it yeah. has to do with, because that makes no sense. Yeah. So here's the thing. Um, remarriage rates dropped by almost 50% for women and 60% for men. And the first marriage rate decreased from 49.8 for first marriages to 43. And that was in 2008. And this was in uh, 43.1% in 2013. Um, What's the average cost of a divorce? Uh, For mediated divorces, $5,000. For litigated divorces, $15,000 to $30,000. there's a million reasons what happens during a divorce. Um, children are negatively impacted by divorce. Education affects levels of marital uh, events, right? Um, so one of the things is is that um, wait in which in which direction are educated people more or less likely to um, divorce? Women with at least four years of college degree have almost 50%, 80% chances of remaining married for 20 years. And recently divorced parents with at least some college education are more likely to have minor children in the household that are, have minor children in the household than less educated parents. And then college graduates generally marriage, marry at a larger uh, age um, at a la- later age, 10 to 20% are less likely to divorce. So the more education you are, the less likely you are to get divorced. Um, one of the things is, is joint bank accounts accounts lower the likelihood of separation. Um, spending over 20K on a wedding makes the divorce 3.5 times likely. Um, a two... Thousand to four thousand engagement ring makes uh, the divorce one point three more likely. Um, a person's social network, right? So there's all these factors that um, happen. Child support is a is the source of stress for people that are getting divorced, right? So those are some statistics about divorce. So what we know is that people that are getting um, getting uh, married are less likely people are not getting divorced as much but it's probably because they're not getting married as much that makes sense right why are you going to get married um one of the things is when we look at kind of what um what what types of people get divorced right when we look at um people who um have prenups, right? There's um, different reasons. So prenuptial agreements, right? So uh, just some facts about prenups, and then we're going to talk about why we chose to get a prenup. Um, so when we looked at why people decided to um, get a prenuptial agreement, um, defined property, so marital versus separate, right, was the number one reason why people chose to get a prenup. Um, the second one was to protect against debt, right? Um, and the third reason was to map out inheritance and gifts. Uh, the fourth reason, the 
kind of the fourth reason was to protect business interest. Um, and then there was specific lifestyle clauses, death clause, primary residence, pets, insurance, and aligned expectations with the partner, financial, marital obligations. Um, why, how did you complete your prenup? Most people did it with an attorney, right? So they drafted with an attorney. I'm surprised people do it without an attorney. Um, so one of the things, there was a question asked. Well, without you, an attorney, you can dispute them. I mean, them. you can dispute them, yeah. And I think once you do, um, I think it's important. So one of the things was, what was the most important? And again, I got this from um, a website um, that talks about, they asked specific people about, it's called helloprenump.com. So I just looked it, looked it up. Um, what was the most important for you to evaluating situations? Um, oh, they, they're talking about how did they complete the prenup. So one of the things is, is that where is your prenup stored? Blah, blah, blah. What is the wealth between you and your partner? Um, so some people are lower earners versus um, higher earner people. Um, so that's different. People have different reasons for getting divorced, getting a prenup. Um, the biggest one is, um, looking at what is the, um, states that, um, allow for what's called marital spousal maintenance. So if you look in some spousal maintenance is formerly known as alimony, right? So when we look at alimony, so the reasons that they said, why do people do prenups? It's about financials to kind of sign separate property before marriage, protect your partner's identity, right? Protect children, ensure fairness, make divorce a bit less complicated. And it provides a peace of mind why somebody does, um, why somebody gets a prenup, right? So um, divorce rates, um, different states have different kind of um, divorce rates, but let's look at a state. What we looked at was alimony, or we call it today spousal support. So if you live in, we live in the state of New York, it says that, um, that, um, fault considered no, except in the situations involving divorce or the dispute of marriage assets, blah, blah, blah. There's a website that you can go to that says, um, the ways that marriage so alimony specific is remarriage there's death or a substantial change in circumstances so one of the things is is that new york allows for you to um there's specific guidelines that are made based on the number of years so it's not forever but the states like new jersey that's indefinite. So you would pay your spouse forever for spousal maintenance. <laughs> Woo. So that's that's a lot um, about spousal maintenance and divorce. And nobody ever thinks about those kind of things about... Um, no, you think about like... I just rattled off a lot How of romantic stuff. would it be to just run off to the courthouse and... Everybody wants to get in a marriage... But the problem is... We did run off to the courthouse, but we, we did. We oh, no. We did a lot before we ran off to the courthouse. So some people would say, like, why do... So 
a prenuptial agreement, we both agreed that we wanted to do a prenuptial agreement. It was very much like a what what's defined as marital versus separate, right? So marital property is stuff that you obtain together. So him and I, we have a joint banking account that's considered marital. Separate property would be what? Your retirement, my business, right? Mm-hmm. Those are considered... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so many people argued us on this and we, we heard things like, well, we're, we're getting married for love. Not, and we, it's like, what, what does that even mean? Like, We're not saying your love isn't valid. Nobody thinks they're going to get taken for a ride until they get taken for a ride. Listen. I mean, we both were in such a way. I mean, I luckily like had a very like, I mean, I was with my partner for five years and you were with your partner for 12 years. And if you had gotten married to him, you would have owed him spousal maintenance for the rest of his life. Yeah. We rolled that out real quick. (laughs) So I trained as a family and divorce mediator. But these laws were, these things were sort of designed in a time when they made sense for people that they made sense for. They don't make sense right now for equal earners. Well, but sometimes it's people get accustomed to lifestyles. So they b- believe that they should. I mean, if you're have a certain lifestyle, you're less likely to divorce. Like these celebrities that are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars a month in, in spouses. Yeah, it's <laughs> absolutely we, ridiculous. We took that out, you guys. The, so different people have different reasons why they want to. It should be a lump sum. It should be like, here's my peace offering, and the, maybe the judge helped me get there. But like, I don't. I'm not writing a check for the rest of my life. That doesn't make any sense. You would if you were living. In, I know, but yeah, like, why? Don't be getting all fired up. <laughs> but we went through. It was actually a very. So we got married on ten, thirteen, two thousand twenty-three. So it was really recent. And we said, we are never getting divorced. We're never getting divorced. God willing. If you, We're never getting divorced. If you learn how to behave and shut up. come correct to this relationship. <laughs> but I thought it was a really great exercise. So maybe, Juanito, you could talk about what it was like for you to go through that experience with me. Yeah, well, I think one thing that you learn in the process that you don't really learn otherwise... Is, is like how your partner um, negotiates, uh, how they plan, how they problem solve, right? It's not just about, listen, it's not about like who gets what money. I mean, that's part of it, but it's really about like, how do we, how do we, if, if this happens, yeah. how do we walk away in an, I'm not going to say amicable because maybe you don't like each other at the time, but how do you walk away in a, in a relatively civilized and agreeable way, right? I think that's very... So, like, we wouldn't have had that conversation otherwise. It it forced us to talk about money and kids and homes and what our future looked like. Well, you can't put your kids into the prenup, but, I mean, I think it's, like, how do you... Like, there were things very specific to you. You were like, I want to put them in my prenup. Yeah, I do. So, (laughs) I I laugh about this because I... So, my limited understanding, maybe I should have done more research, was, like... In some states, if somebody steps out of the marriage, you're immediately at fault, right? Yeah. And then you could potentially owe half of your, your whatever you have and have to pay Everything alimony. Everything you worked for, yeah. 
So we had written in that, um, I don't even know how it was written in, but basically if one of us like has marital relationships with somebody else, that's not grounds for fault or divorce. Because, I mean, we have a closed relationship, but it's 2023. Richard actually works with a lot of polyamorous couples and non-traditional couples. If we got to that place, who knows? People who get, knows? people get uh, re- what is it, revengeful. Yeah. What if we had a we we had a, a a thruple, and somebody decided to turn around and sue the other one and and claim that they were not agreeable to it? I mean, that's a scenario sure. that. I mean, that's one of the things. But I think it was like it was really good, like when we got married, to figure out what our debt situations were. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, there was more to it. I just, I thought that's what you were talking about. Yeah, of course. We talked about our debts. We talked about like, what are you bringing to the table, positively and negatively, and. What what is the other person willing to take on? I mean, I think for somebody who doesn't have as many assets, this can be like intimidating. Sure, sure. But I don't think. I mean, yeah, we hear that from people that we talk to. A lot of our friends that got married in like their twenties or their thirties. They're like, "Well, we didn't have anything when we got married, so it didn't really matter." But it does matter because the 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 if you're living in Jersey, the it details change. Well, but it doesn't matter in terms of like. If I have fifty dollars in my bank account and I get married to you, are you going to fight me for my 20, for twenty five dollars? But like, I mean, when but what I, they don't think about is is the alimony or the spousal support that we just talked about. I mean, spousal support, like your, it's so far convoluted. Like when you look at how much somebody's bank account information, most records only kept for seven years. Mm. So if the divorce happens, you want to make sure, like. I don't know. Like, it, I think it's like things like if you went to school, right? Like, and let's say you want to go back to school, we'd probably draft up something about loans that are taken out. If I supported you through your educational experiences, I would probably say I want maybe something out of that when we left. But I don't think that I ever have said to myself, like, I think that this thing is going to end in divorce i mean we are newly married but i just don't think that we'll ever pull that trigger i i think well and this is a you could talk about this on another show but like dating in your 40s i think if you if you date in your 40s if you have a head on your shoulders you're not walking into a relationship in your at 40 something that's about to fall apart right like i I, if i would have gotten married in my 30s i would have been it would have they would have ended oh listen i would have already been through two divorces two divorces yeah i'm a serial monogamist you know oh yeah 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 you are (laughs) couldn't 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 be my boo when we met well i mean yeah that's why you guys he was not (laughs) even so we are getting married i think this is why you get a prenup folks because when you're asking them on the way (laughs) on the way home and you say do you love me and they say I don't know and you grab your cello your cat I mean do you want to tell the whole story I think everybody that knows us already knows the story Well, we were out for drinks we were out for drinks maybe drink 17 no drink 11 no we started talking about I don't even 
Do you, the future. I, do you love do you love me came I out was on like, the table? Do you love me? We have been together for three months. It, and it I was, was kind like, of, I think it was more like three weeks. No, it I'll, was meet, three, I'll meet you in the middle. It was like maybe it was like two. It months. was three a month and a, I'll give you a month and a half. Three months, you guys. And he wanted to know if I loved him, and I said that's not something I'm I'm willing to say right now. And I was like, okay. So in in <laughs> I in, grab in the in the gayest most dramatic fashion. He like stormed into my apartment, stuffed everything into his Louis Vuitton bag. Packed up his cello, put his cat in the carrier. What else did you have with you? There was lots of dramatics. And stormed out with like a, a four-foot cello, a Louis Vuitton bag, a cat in the bag. Like, you look like a well, busy drag queen. Have I you ever did. seen that, that video from years ago? Busy drag queen. <laughs> yeah. Well, I left. And you know what? I, I said, this guy doesn't know what he wants. So you know what? I'm gonna. I'm just gonna take care of it myself. Mm. How'd that work out for you? So I just left, and you know what? Days later, I got cookies delivered to my door, and uh, a knock on my door later that evening. And I acted very dramatic, and that was the day that we knew we were gonna be together. I said, if he can, if he can get, if you can become that man if you can become my man mm. so that's why we're getting a prenup i'm just kidding you should have um you should have carol on the show one day we have a, a best one of my best friends is a financial i'm gonna I actually don't know what she does she's some sort of financial planner she does financial planning yeah and she's got an interest in like poc and underrepresented yes people she's like she's a straight asian a straight asian but her and her man they did i forget what she calls them she wrote she wrote up an article about it no nups they did a contractual agreement about about what they want um what their terms are even though they're not married because they felt it was important to have the same discussion to get married um i think they both have been pretty clear that they don't want to be married i think it's gonna happen okay Hmm. No, I think that Carol brings up a good point. You guys, we're not saying that people shouldn't get married, but what we're saying is, is if you're going to get married, at least talk about all your debt. Well, well, that's not what I was going to say, but especially if you're married, or sorry, not married, and you share assets or a home. Listen, I I went to college with a girl who I, I don't know if I'm going to get the story right, but she she was with a guy for I want to say like six or seven years. And he died in a car accident. And she went home that day, and everything that she thought was hers was in her name. Well, it was in his name. And she lost everything. The family came and took the property, took all his belongings. They were they, married or they were Sorry, they were not married. Okay. And he died, and she had no legal right to anything that she thought was hers. Mm. So she lost everything? She lost a ton of stuff. That's tough. I mean, hopefully people aren't in that situation and families are, are kind, I mean, but you, you never gotta, know. You got to get your wills and you got to get your, you got to get your pre Like you've got to make sure that your stuff is protected. Yeah. That, that is the key. I mean, the last thing you want to do when you're going through a breakup or a divorce is be fighting over the dog or. <laughs> we didn't even put Layla in our prenup. Oh, but Layla's in my will. <laughs> She's not in the prenup, I guess. Who, uh, the will? Yeah. Who does she go to? Um, 
I assume you. Well, she better come to me. I mean, I'll be <laughs> fighting for that bitch. The, the only reason I don't know is because I, I had the will written in a, in a transitional period when I was still not saying I love you yet to, to Richard. Maybe oh. it was right after that. Because I think you are. He was writing his will to me, but he couldn't even say I love you. <laughs> well, that's the way it goes. Well, that's my style. You guys, it is not about... I think prenups are smart because it's. this is the thing. The average cost of a divorce is about twenty to thirty thousand dollars. You're fighting with like somebody who you once thought you loved, and now you're sitting in a situation where you're it is not it is not a loving thing. So our prenup is very clear. If somebody violates the prenuptial agreement and they try to take the other person to court and they lose because of the prenup they will be required to pay the other person's legal fees. Yeah, I liked that part. I think you tried to take that out. Or your your lawyer questioned it. She didn't she was like, what is this? I don't know. Mean? My lawyer was like very good. I love that. If somebody wants to play dirty and, and drag us into court, then you you can pay for it. Well, somebody told me that I was a jaded old queen. And <laughs> they said they're marrying for love. Yeah, I mean, that's just naive. I mean, most people, like me and my ex, when we broke up, it was very, like, we weren't married, but we were domestic partnered. And for insurance purposes, we were never going to get married, but it was a very, like, calm breakup. That sounds nice. It was. It was very weird friends, and it was one of those things of he decided we decided to end the relationship and we were very like cordial to each other mine was very calm too the the storms the came s- after the, the storms, storms came, came after <laughs> it was like a, a tsunami a tsunami of love a tsunami Just, of love it was coming in so i think different so my here's mine and then it was like fukushima up in here <laughs> let's talk about the good gay guidance i don't know what that is that's the last if you listen to the show I, i'm it's on my to-do list so here's the thing, you guys. Whether you decide to get a prenup or not, I'm very vocal about it because I feel like it's an important thing to talk about. It doesn't mean that you don't love somebody. It just means if you're going to be putting X amount of dollars into that wedding, get a prenup. I also have a rule. I'm no longer going to go to weddings, travel to weddings where people don't get legally married before they want you to fly out and spend all this money i i actually don't want to go to weddings at all i know that's ironic well, considering we're having one but i thought we were done in my 20s and my 30s i spent I so much money in my youth like going to weddings for and how many of those no offense straight wedding? people that moved out to the suburbs and had kids and never talked to me again yeah i love you all those of you that are listening i went to everybody i miss le- you yeah you miss them yeah yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've talked about this in therapy, how like I built my friendships around like straight girl, straight girls were my friends. And then in my twenties, I lost, like, like lost them all. Mm. They got married, they moved, they had kids. They, they just kind of got busy okay. and I was on busy. <laughs> <laughs> well, so here's the thing. If you do or don't want to get a prenup, know the person you're with, right? If your sister, if your sister needs to run a background check, right? Just, <laughs> 
contact John's sister. She'll she'll run about. She run. I've never even met the woman. I know you probably owe her twenty five dollars. That back sure. <laughs> She's like went and looked me up and like oh whatever. So anyway, I tried to replicate. I tried to find whatever she found, and I couldn't find it. I don't. She's got like. Did I ever tell you about oh, you the, ran a background check on me? No, but I like. I did some. I did you know a good my due diligence in googling you and i couldn't find anything interesting what did you find your podcast um nothing interesting oh yeah because i don't really have social your only fan no i didn't find your only fans. my only fan my only feet fans did i ever tell you about the guy that my father's cousin who's a pi in new jersey no he used to be an interrogator he's the most fascinating man you sit down with him and i'm sorry we're off track are you trying to wrap up I mean, I'm trying to go the good gay guidance. Okay, well, let me just tell the story. You sit down with this uncle, I think Uncle you Nick. You had an opportunity to tell a story. I'm, I'm, it's real quick, and Uncle Nick just looks at you and goes, how you doing? And 10 minutes later, you're telling him family secrets. You're talking about like what's going on. It's the weirdest thing. I don't know. He worked as an investigator in New Jersey with like like mob-type crimes. So he's got like, I don't know, it's like a, it's like a sixth sense. Oh, wow. So maybe my sister hired him. I don't know. Maybe you've got a PI on you. Sure. Well, that's the way. That's the way love goes. He gave me a pen at somebody's funeral once, and my brother and I were like, "What is this? This pen? Is it like a spy cam?" We were so maybe. scared of the pen. I think we left it at the funeral home. Well, anyway. Sorry, that was a. So, do you have anything for detour. the good gay guidance? What? So, what is the good gay guidance? It's just like, what do you want to say to the audience before you go? Um, get over it, everybody. Just get over the shit. Get over the guy. <laughs> get over yourself. Get over your job. It's not that serious. What is that with the? We're talking about prenums. Oh, we're back on that. I thought yes. you just life. What's I thought you good, wanted some life advice. No. What's the good gay guidance? Get a prenup. Get a prenup, folks. Listen, if if you everybody needs a lawyer friend, I've got one. And if you don't have one, you need to find, or you need like one of those MetLife lawyer benefit packages. Because yeah, that's where we did. You did yours, and then I things did are it. litigious. It was so reasonable, you guys. It's thirty five dollars to get into that marriage, and it's thirty thousand to get out. Yeah, not that we're trying to get out, but you you just know there's always a. I feel like people who get prenups, love is actually what keeps them together. Actually, you want the good gig guidance? Yeah. In like, you know, I have this philosophy of like the first 30 days of dating is like the trial period. Yeah. Because you don't know somebody for, thir- for well, I'm sorry, 90 days. Committing. <laughs> it takes nine after, if you, you could ghost me on day 89 and I'm not going to be surprised because like, I don't really know you. Day 90, I'm going to be pissed though. Right. So. You need to have that money conversation in those first three months. That's oh, like yeah. pivotal. Don't be shacking up with people and committing if you haven't talked about money. And not just today money, but the future of money. Yeah. And the history of money. I get all like horny when we, like I'm like, I put it on the And money sucks. Like I, nobody wants to talk about money, but like. Account. That's what a prenup comes down to. It well, is, managing a household is a business. Managing a life together is like, there's love, but there's, it, there's a business side of it. We just did our budget. And who do you want to go into business with people? The uh, do you want to get? I mean, that's the thing. How much credit card debt do you have? Are you asking me? No, I'm saying, saying, <laughs> I know how much. Do I don't have, have any. I know you don't have any. You're good. But I'm saying those are the conversations that we need to have a thing. Somebody once told me I'm a jaded gay from New York. 
someone once told me I'm a gated gay, jaded gay from New York. But here's the thing, folks. It is not about being a jaded gay. It's about knowing what you want. And I know with this person across from me, we are building a future, a retirement, in love. So that's my good gay guy. Do you have anything else? No, I mean, I feel like I just said a mouthful. All right. Well, you guys, it was so good having Juanito on the show. Thank you. John Anthony came in. And well, he is like Adele. Uh, well, I, he, you're like Adele's boyfriend, uh, husband, because <laughs> I made you sign that. Pr- I was like, let's get this. Let's get this on a lockdown. I was ready. You were. Yeah, I, I think we drafted it with ChatGPT. Remember? No, we did not draft it with <laughs> ChatGPT. We asked it what we should put in there, and it was already in there. So you guys, it's. We may be moving to Indiana, but regardless of whether we're in Indiana or New York or New Jersey, ain't nobody paying that spousal support. So, anyways. All right, guys. This is, my name is uh, Dr. Richard Mills, and this is John Anthony Mills Malangone. Mills Malangone. And you are listening to Talk Sex with Zach.